Um, Dude, first Adidas sweatsuit again up top, Jim. Yeah, man. You know how you know how it goes. I had to do it to him. FIFA World Cup had the has the soccer cut neck. Wow. Yeah. Argentina is 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 Adidas. So. Oh, are they? I I feel like every soccer, sh- if they're not, they should be Adidas. Um. Yeah. Did you guys ever like watch any of the World Cup? I watched. I watched the second half <laughs> of the final. Yeah, that was pretty sick. Cause I woke up at eight, and Taylor texted me. He's like, "D Maria's sick," and I was like, "Oh, I better wow. turn it on." So I popped it on, and it was great. Mbappe's back-to-back goals. I was like, "Oh fuck!" Wow, <laughs> he ended up with the Hattie, right? Yeah, God, that's... two on penalties, but still Hattie. Don't matter. Um, yeah. well, I guess let's just just jump right into it, huh? Um. Ooh. I didn't watch any fucking World Cup. I went out. Uh, Same here. Kev, what did you do this weekend? Actually, let's get into that. What I do? I heard you, Jameis, ate a dub. Mm. Yeah, dude. So we went, just jumped right into the playoffs. So because we were supposed to play, I guess, a clinching game. It was the three of the four seed. Um, so we were probably going to be in anyway. So they just gave us the three. So we played the team that was obviously the two, and we beat them in the season. Mm-hmm. And so we were the visiting team. We jumped them early and scored three in the top of the first. Um, and it gave us just a great start. Sean on the mound was pitching the first game. Dude, Ledge. seven innings, one hit. No way. <laughs> Motherfucker dealt. Dude, I mean, that's sick. behind him, I was thinking, like, he got some soft contact. I'm thinking, like, God, they really only had like two guys to second because I'm trying to like think because I'm playing short. Right. I'm like, I haven't talked to a lot of guys today. Like not a lot of people have gotten here. This is a good thing. Um, but yeah, so we won that game. It was like nine to three or something. Ooh. So we scored, I think like five in the eighth and three in the first. And then we had like one just like sprinkled in somewhere. But yeah, that big one in the eighth inning, that's when we knew we were like, all right, sweet. We're going to the championship. Um. And so we're driving, so we have to immediately drive to Gunderson High School. Oh, geez, from where? Wow, from Hillsdale High. Oh, out in like San Mateo. Yeah, yeah, man. Why, so why game, are you guys that, playing out there? Just whatever field was available. You know what? I think a lot of players, maybe on the Topes, who we were mm. playing, might have had a shorter drive, and they're the two. So oh. I'm thinking of site closer to them, which is like, all right, makes sense. A home game, um, yeah. And then the one seed is a San Jose team. So is Justin already... Bruce in this league? Every... No. Okay. But if he watches this and you ever play JB, <laughs> play with us. Bro, <laughs> it would be sick. We need <laughs> another piece, man. We really do. Um, but yeah. So we drive over to Gunderson, and the four seed is a team that's like not that great. And the one is a legit, like they're the best team. So We're driving over, and I'm cutting through the parking lot, and I'm trying to see whose uniform I can maybe see in the parking lot of, like, maybe who's leaving or who's just, like, kicking it by their cars knowing they got another game and they're just chilling. Didn't see a soul. And I'm like, oh, my God. That would happen in a men's league. Like, what the hell? (laughs) So, anyway, we get to the field. We're walking up to the dugout, and it's the underdog who beat the one seed. Yeah, and I'm like, get out of town. A nice 3-4 matchup? Exactly, and then we were supposed to play each other the whole time for this 
like number three seed and we had we got rained out three weeks in a row um yeah so we just had to jump right into the playoffs um but yeah so we end up figuring out some guy on the eagles throws a no hitter the game before yeah throws a no-no against the one seed like and it wasn't the guy because we lost to them in the season and the guy only pitched one game and it was against us complete game one run we lost two to one so that wasn't the guy who pitched it some other guy and i'm like where was this guy all year? Right. But anyway, did he br- probably had, brought him in for playoffs? I'm sure. I guess there so. Was Rumor was he's ambidextrous. He can throw left and right. Oh god. Wow. Haven't didn't see it live. When he played defense in the championship, he only was a right-handed thrower, but I think on warming up it was the same number. He was throwing left-handed. So I think I did see him actually <laughs> that throw a baseball both ways. fucking intimidating. I don't give a yeah. shit. But uh but yeah, we played the the Eagles in the championship. Uh, but yeah, they jumped to a 2-0 lead. Uh, and we were the home team. So they were up 2-0, top of two. And then I think we responded in the bottom of the second with a seven spot. And that like pretty much put them away. Seven spot. Yeah. So it was 2-2 in the second. And so I was coming around for my second at bat already in the two hole and then my hit made it four two. I hit a double or no hit a triple. There's a triple into the left center gap that made it four two. And I was like, wow, that was huge. First pitch breaker and just <laughs> broke it into the gap. I was like, holy shit. Like I kind of just golfed it and I'm like, That's and I sick. immediately just rel- yelled to the base runners because I kind of looked at it. And I'm like, run like, bro, that shit is down. Like, <laughs> Um, Did you tell the yeah. coach, wave me yeah, in. I got no, the no, wheels. I'm like, I need as many ribbies right now. Come <laughs> on, like, keep moving the guys. But yeah, that pushed in two, and then yeah, I got driven in. But yeah, from there we ended up winning like thirteen to four. But they like wow. ran out of pitching because like the starter probably threw 150 pitches, oh. something like that. Because that was the only guy they had, I guess. Just and, blow out his arm last. Yeah, the they season. didn't really have yeah a ton of guys anyway from the jump, so. We knew as long as we didn't just like have a poor pitching game, we were gonna probably win. And so yeah, we won the ship off that game. That's sick. I know. Like I saw Gunderson. Sean posting uh, pictures with Eric. Was Eric? Does Eric play? Dude Barnes. Yes. yes. Oh my god, dude. So I got to tell you the story. Did you see him in a sling? I saw him not suited up. I didn't see him slung up. But I saw him not suited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you see a picture, go back and look. Like, mm-hmm. look at his arm because it's probably just like kept in like a ninety degree. Right. But I, from short, took Barnes off the bag, and he dove to try and catch the ball. <laughs> oh, and then he hurt his shoulder. <laughs> and then I find out, oh my god, it's the shoulder that he like was hurt, and like oh. we stopped play after the play was over, and I was like, oh my god, it was my terrible ass throw i don't know if there's pre-existing but I'm sure i mean it was like really like a lot of things so it wasn't just like one issue and i'm like that all can't happen from that year like, right off of- yes dude like <laughs> seriously man it was like three or four things that he threw it excuse me that he threw out there holy smokes i was like you're making <laughs> me feel like this big right now i'm like right that oh. throw was like <laughs> 
a throw not, that didn't have to be exactly tossed yeah. into the dirt. Like Tots. what on earth? <laughs> uh, yeah, I love yeah. Eric, but I he knows he's a little bit older these days. That's just that's just the game. Yeah, shout out to him though. I use oh, his bomb bad dude. He's oh, sick. God, I man. love the but guy. You know you have a hit off that barrel, man. It's just a different <laughs> crack, man. It's awesome. The bomb bad. <laughs> Holy shit, I haven't heard that in forever. But you know who he's friends with? Uh, BK Robertson. Oh no way! Yeah, he's wow. like good boys with him. They all go to the same uh, like group and stuff. They used to be at Cambrian all the time. Wow, big bull. Alley, yes. Wow, big boulder. Yeah, hey. Kev, you could you could hit the lanes with him anytime. I'm sure he'd be down. Um, he seems like a guy that would always throw a couple back and and bowl. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Book, what'd you do this weekend? Same old. Yeah, uh, had a lot of homework. Uh, caught some some UFC. Caught a caught a Broncos win. Speaking of wins. But uh, yeah, actually, I shaved Saturday, and they they broke the streak. So maybe it was it was my facial hair all, all along. But, Eesh, I would have. Hey, yeah. don't don't put that on yourself. That's there's uh, a lot more was, to it than that. It was, was on me. It was on me. <laughs> I was saying before though, you and McGreg always have the same sort of. I don't know if it's just ah. one and the other, but you guys kind of got the same look always going. I know. I I literally thought the same thing when I saw his Twitter videos today. He uh he was on one. It was hilarious. But uh, dude, his yeah, they're gonna let it go. Like you, I I like you're uh you're letting it go a little bit. Yeah, like first it. time in a long yeah. time. I have not. I think COVID was the last time I grew up my beard. Oh wow. Um, but yeah, I got a taste of the mountains out in Arizona, and I was like, oof, mm. gotta grow it out. I like that. Gotta grow it out. Um, like I'm digging the Santa hat though. It's a nice little holiday I, touch. Know, got it. I had to get it for a Santa crawl a couple weekends ago. So I thought, oh, I you like, went I'll to throw that? it on for the. Yeah, it was kind of. It was. I didn't. I wasn't out for long. It was just packed, and it was just like this is dumb. So I walked. It was hella snowy too. So. Oh. That's kind of fun though. It it is, but that's one of those crazy weekends in Reno. That and like the zombie crawl, that Halloween weekend. Exactly, just, yeah. Just and it was graduation show. for the December class that weekend, so it was like oh wow, double whammy. I saw the boy Dennis walk the stage. Yeah, yeah, Mikey yeah. Shout out. I was there. <laughs> that's sick. I saw snuck in after all the speeches when they were already announcing names and then once he got announced i dipped out very uh, very ts of me <laughs> hey as long as you saw him he's gonna know none the other exactly unless exactly. he listens to this i guess um but book finals classes everything going good yeah i uh i like leon edwards this this uh this year so i'm uh, feeling good had two big finals today, and uh, they uh, they went well. And so, and I turned in another paper today, and so I got to is a, a final tomorrow, which isn't that hard. So uh, I'm not sure if I'm coming back after the final or wait till Thursday. I, I haven't decided. So yeah, I feel that. Um, when you say Leon Edwards, does that mean you got? You got down, Rocky. <laughs> yeah, I had to pull out of the fire. <laughs> hey, as long as you get there, he's champ now. He's sitting at the top. Love that. Yeah. What subjects but, uh, we working with? 
today? Uh, uh, today, uh, history and um, core humanities. History I wrote about slavery. Shout out. 13th Amendment, baby. We love that. Oh, wow. 13th Amendment. Take that shit away. Take that shit away, man. <laughs> You're a horrible person. <laughs> Kev, what was your subject in school? You strike me as a history guy. Um, I mean, I majored in communications through college. Mm -hmm. I started as kinesiology, but switched uh, my sophomore year to my second year at West Valley. But growing up, like through school and stuff, uh, certain areas of history I was definitely into or like was kind of ticked if I didn't get like a 91, right. you know, on something. Because I was like, man, like I want to be good at this shit. Like yeah. I like learning about like this medieval stuff or like, I don't know, like sometimes like something like like the, like the world history classes that like were offered. Mm -hmm. It's like that was always fun. But I would say that in math until Ooh. like like big time math came into play for me, like geometry, trig, like basically once I couldn't do mental math or like I'd always get like <laughs> minus one, even though I'd have the right answer. It's like, show your work. And I'm like, got the right answer. Yes. 17. I'm a calculator. <laughs> Just put it down. It's right. We keep it moving. But yeah, once it got past that kind of math, it was always like, uh, see me after class. And I'm like, come on, like just, what are we it's doing? a 62, you know, Hey, just let the kid slide, man. He's on his own Parker, mountain. Dude. Yeah, he's on his own Should've mountain. Should have came man. to the Glen. But wow, yeah, should have came to the Glen is right. What is your uh, home school? If you didn't go to Harker, what would it have been? Is it would it have been Pioneer? Because you're on that opposite side of. I mean, technically, but I would have made a hard push to come <laughs> to the Glen, dude. I mean. <laughs> The stories that you guys would tell me when I was like also 17 <laughs> years old and it's just like how unlit it was for me at our school for me with athletics. I was just like, yeah, man, like I would have played football. No oh. doubt. Like it would have wow. been like, I don't that know what I would have done for the team. Probably would have just been like a receiver. QB, baby. Throw him in. Oh, I wish. But I would have been fine with over just... Visa, honestly. That no way. Shot. I would have definitely... I would have played slot, dude. Mitch was the guy, man. Let Mitch be Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would have just, God, I would have was what was Mitch? Twenty twelve. Uh, yeah. twenty, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would have had one year, twenty thirteen. I God. run the Wildcat, Kev. Get Kev back there running the Wildcat. <laughs> little Taysom Hill, Kev Whitaker. Yeah, seriously. But uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. That's what it definitely. God, hearing those stories, like I said, would have been I would have probably gone Ugh, trying got so to sick. Dub G, but um I think it is Pioneer or Branham. Ooh. It Branham's is super close too. Branham, yeah, Branham is a little bit closer, I feel. Yeah. Like I wouldn't have minded going to Branham. Branham baseball, had a good basketball, baseball. They were all right. Yeah. Like they were going to CCS and stuff. Like they're competitive. They weren't Dub G though. <laughs> no, they but they got hella rowdy. Like that was a good, you know, if you went to WG at Branham. That oh, was yeah. probably going to be a pretty crowded game. Not basketball, baseball. Basketball, they were. Yeah. Shout uh, out Rob Anderson, though. Ex yeah. Rob Anderson. <laughs> uh, wow. And shout out Alex Arati, my boy. Just, yeah, just saw him the other day. Armand's the boy. Shout out. <laughs> See, look at that. Three Branham guys. Wow. There you go. Legends. Um, <laughs> 
but yeah, fuck. That would have been that would have been some. Get Siege using the the two five two nine Addy. Wow, like, yeah, we're I all know. back. We're all back. It's something. I mean, it's Siege. Siege, go in there, shake a couple hands. <laughs> Let me go in there if you need me to. Like, hey, I can also provide you a three five. You know, like I'll push <laughs> some numbers here too. Like, let's Fast. just make it a win win. Oh. I don't Fast. mind hitting six, coming six man off the bench probably for WG hoops. If he just pop threes and it triples. Let's go. That's a <laughs> back back to the Deb or the the NJB days. That's what won us the ships, Kev. It was the threes. Yeah. Hey. Don't forget. Yeah, I just want to be on the twenty seven and no squad, huh? <laughs> they did it. I still have I that know. jacket. I, I wasn't even on the team, but I still have a jacket. So it was an undefeated season. Shout out Pops. <laughs> Ledge. Um, God, that's good. Book, what was your subject growing up? Did you have one that was, were you just the recess kid? Uh, yeah, I was. I mean, we all were. But yeah, I was, yeah. I was the, I was the, hey, did you do the homework type guy <laughs> right before class, just scribbling down. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I was, yeah, big PE fan. I wasn't bad at math, but I just didn't really apply myself that much. God, been there. Big drama guy. Big drama speech and debate. <laughs> really? Drama? Did you ever any any plays for Boog Meek? Big talent show guy, but no play, no play. Are you actually? I never knew oh, you yeah. did the talent show. <laughs> third, third, third through fifth grade, I did it, and then I did a lip syncing contest. <laughs> <laughs> with who? To, to, to Johnny Shalou to do the John Wall. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. Is there a video? Sixth, that is No, I don't think so. Sixth grade. We won. <laughs> We've won. Was that like Spirit Week or something like that? Or why were Should you I doing it? That is so good. All I know is Nat Medin was in the crowd and the place was going nuts. <laughs> Now she's engaged. The one that got away. <laughs> Her and Brianna Boyd, man. No respect. Fuck. <laughs> Shock to the heart, dog. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a fool. <laughs> um, oh, God. What was I going to ask you? I was going to ask you something else. Um, I forget. I forget. We were supposed to go bowling tonight. Fell through. Unfortunately, we'll have to do that uh, when Boog's back. We'll have to get the crew going. Um, that was kind of what Travis, shout out Vis. He was the one who kind of pushed it back. Oh, wow, really? I didn't know Vis was even in town. Low numbers anyway. So, honestly, all really worked out, I think. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, the goal was obviously to try and get as many, as many people, people together right? as we can. Um, yeah, no, I feel that. Kev, what's your average when? When bowling, do you do you know what your roundabout is? And and don't be modest. Give us give us the real shakes. I know over five games. Yeah, like a five game exactly. I mean, minus your warm up game. Even though last time that was the, yeah, I would say like game. I would want to try and get eight hundred pins over five. So that's pushing a little over. That's about a buck sixty. If I go 800 over five, damn, <clears throat> that's I probably where I'd want to be. What? 
So I would have given him more than that. Like, that's what I I was gonna yeah I was gonna say. I mean, I might get a little more. Like, <clears throat> that's probably thinking that there could be a game where I might be at like one thirty three right. and maybe a hot game of like two thirteen. That's true. You know, and then a couple that kind of come in the middle, and then probably one other game where if you go like one fifty to one seventy, that might swing your total, something like that. But if it's at Homestead, like a place where I got a good ball and I can like grip it and rip it, yeah, I'll be looking to get eight bills over five you need to swipe that ball i'm gonna bring a ball bag next time and we're just gonna place that bad boy in and freaking get someone to dust off the old homestead lanes logo that thing is money dude there's that small town illinois bowling alley where i got the 299 dude all the balls dude were basically just old balls just like that there was like no like green orange like the mm-hmm. generic you know I was like, I was looking at the rack for the first time. I'm like, damn, dude, it's a dollar a game to bowl here. And I'm looking at just prime balls. I'm like, and I ended up, dude, I just chucked there like three times a week, dude, probably (laughs) in season, off season, just, it was so fun. More and more guys wanted to go. Once they found out, it was like two bucks a pitcher, a dollar a game from like nine to 1 a.m. It was insane on like a Tuesday. Yeah, so guys like, are coming. Yeah, we really made it a pretty good time over there. It was fun. Yeah, I feel like that's what like like it's huge over there because that's when it snows and shit. That's just like a huge indoor activity. That I mean, oh yeah, alleys are so big, or most of them, they have so many lanes, you get a ton of exactly. people. Exactly. Um, yeah. There's nothing better than freaking bowling with a huge group, getting some, getting some three man games going, or even four man each get a lane and yeah, goddamn book. What are you averaging? I know I'm I'm sitting around Dude. ninety. Really? Dude, I'm, you're I'm higher ass. than that. I'm so bad. I I'll catch a hot uh, like kept I'll catch like a hot game every five. Yeah. But I'd say five hundred over five. Give yourself a hundred. Yeah, I, that's that's fair. Wow, appreciate yeah, that, Kev. There you go. I'd say around like one twenty, probably. Mm-hmm. Like like six hundred like over you, five. Like you guys said, like. Catch a hot game, maybe push 150 a couple times. But um, I mean, I've been, I've been getting better. I've been switching the the handshake and then the just go. Uh, the last time I the last time I bowled, I was doing the handshake with just like the light spin, and oh, it was successful. But the time we went at Homestead, that way it wasn't working. So, but I mean, as long as I got 10 Neymar Junior on my back, that's <laughs> anything's possible. So. That's stutter, right. thumb in or stutter. thumb out? Uh, thumb in. Thumb in, really? Spy, spidey. I know I know. Ryan Kelly doesn't like to listen to this because sent him packing. Damn. <laughs> Have you I, ever tried no thumb? Just two? No, nah, I like I, – I feel comfortable with the way I hold it. Mm. Okay. But wait, like, like thumb on the side? Yeah, you don't put your thumb in. You just go mm. top two. No I never thumb. tried that. Uh, you want to create if you're trying to create more spin, take out your thumb. Yeah, yeah, because you can't twist as hard with your thumb in there. You got to just let your two well. I don't want to twist. I just want to shake. Ooh, I would if we hit it, man. I would throw a couple in the warm up game with just no thumb. Just give that a feel because you can get controlled spin without the thumb. Yeah, I I, I go thumb and my shit's all out of whack. So maybe that's that's the key. Less point of contacts, the better. 
Just let do you the try and spin do. too, Jim? Or are you trying to throw I, straight? I change it up. Most of the time, I do it like the fucking wee bowling. I throw it like halfway down the lane and just get a big clanker in there. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Near the hop and slide. Huh? Yes, sir. There you go. Everyone in the alley's looking, looking at me, knock down four pins at a time like a jackass. But uh, <laughs> sometimes some alleys have that pin action where that's just best. Or if like there's really beat up oil patterns like uh 300 where there's tons of people all the time that seems to work better that way it doesn't even mess the fucking oil at all because i feel like sometimes you're doing the shake and it's like not even you it's like you have to like spend a game or two trying to find the the right line you know what i mean it's just like not worth yep. it for me sometimes yep. but, uh, yeah i don't know Bowling, bowling, bowling. Good stuff. Um, let's let's jump into a little MMA. Patty and Ariel. We haven't talked. Oof, has it been like three weeks? Something like that. Two and a half. I gotta spell my gum. Spec. Big red. <laughs> I wish. Uh, <laughs> it's the work gum. Google gum, man. I don't know what kind wow. it is, but it fucking. What? <laughs> It's not really Google. They, they just fucking order it in bulk, but it like melts in your mouth after like an hour, and it's the grossest. Oh like, jeez, no come good. on, Google, give us That's something good. Man. You would, you would some think. China layers. <laughs> oh God, come I'll even on. take some Orbit sugar free. You know what I mean? Wow, gotta keep the wow. teeth healthy. I'm already already missing one. Look at that. Oh, yeah. God, that's that's what agree, baby. Dip will do to you. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, Patty Ariel. So, um, little synopsis. I wrote it down because there's a lot of a lot of shit that happened. So first, um, Ariel. Uh, I guess to take it back to Ariel and Dana. One ninety nine. Um, UFC one ninety nine. Ariel leaked information about Brock Lesnar's fight before the UFC did. Brock Lesnar gets pissed. UFC gets pissed. Dana takes his credentials away. Um, and they'd kind of been going back and forth a little bit before that, but that was like the final blow. So Ariel no longer has press passes at UFC, all that stuff. Um, and so they've kind of had bad blood ever since. Uh, and then uh, out of nowhere, Patty goes and has Dana on his podcast. Uh Calls Ariel a rat, amongst other things, and gets mad at him for making money off fighters. Calls him a content creator, gets all butthurt, um, and then proceeds to tell what Ariel call Ariel calls lies. There's I wrote down like nine of them um, about Ariel. Goes off um, saying a bunch of shit. Says how he makes money off fighters. Uh, he. Ariel has been um, what? Oh, sacked from every job, every good job he's ever had. And Ariel's like, okay, fine. I've been Fox was the one. He left Ariel or he left ESPN on his own volition. Um, Patty called him a content creator. Just a bunch of bunch of dog shit. Um, Ariel gets pissed off, and then the final blow was Patty after winning a controversial fight instead of worrying about the fight he goes up to rogan and asks him because the main thing was patty supposedly asked to get paid by ariel um but he asked rogan how much you gonna pay me for this interview and rogan like 
has no idea what's going on. It was fucking comedy. Just doesn't even respond to it. Um, but then that's that's pretty much where he left it. He addressed some other shit that happened uh, like one more time. Ariel had another back and forth. But I was wondering, where do you guys stand on the situation? Do you think Patty's in the right for calling out Ariel making money off fighters? I feel like that's kind of what journalists do or content creators, whatever the fuck it is. Um, or do you think that Patty's in the right, that they should be paid for interviews? Um, uh, and do you think he looks hypocritical because he's talking to Dana White about paying fighters? And Dana doesn't uh, do that at all. Kev, what do you think? You you on the side of Patty or Ariel here, or or neither? I mean, I guess if I had to pick one, I'd definitely say um, Helwani for sure. Because um, I mean, he goes back and really scopes out a lot of the the basically just mishaps that Patty says about Ariel. He goes back and proves everything that what Patty's saying, like you said, is incorrect. Right. Um, I mean, it's fine that you want to get paid for your interview. Like, I think a lot of that is probably just like behind closed door stuff. So the fact that like this really got out and like, you know, the agent of Patty was also really promoting it and, you know, driving it out there and stuff. So it's just like, you know, you don't want maybe that part of your business coming out. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, to do that on the mic after the win, like knockout controversial like terrible look yeah. terrible look like when i first saw it i was just like dude like what in the like come on bro um but yeah i don't know interesting to see what he has for his next fight whatever people want to say a win's a win doesn't matter co-main event he got a win he can't slide lower i would imagine like yeah you know unless you know in terms of eyeballs it's like they give him a main event at the apex probably not gonna do that with patty that's mm -hmm. a, probably a really bad idea these <laughs> people um you know so if he's a co-main event again or maybe even like third fight out of five you know but yeah he's done a lot of dumb shit to be honest yeah like, beefing with the wrong dude like who really has a lot of beef with like helwani and especially with ma hour like big exposure you know thriving show a lot of people watch like you might have just really extra yourself out from getting at least oppor opportunities with within that. Yeah, no, I definitely, I mean, can't agree more. That's kind of another thing that they brought up was he said Ariel says that he wants people to do it for exposure, which she completely denies. But even if that was the case, I mean, he kind of built Patty up. You know what I mean? He found him from, or not found him. He had him on from Cage Warriors all the way till now. Um, but. Yeah, just just a bad look. Boog, I know you're kind of more on the side of Helwani here, on on the side of the nose. Do you think uh, Patty's stock is – what do you think is more important, the stock with the UFC or the stock with the fans? Because I feel like his stock with the UFC definitely rose. Fans, yeah. not so much. Are they um, the same? Well, uh, I think the stock – with the UFC is more important and he's always going to have the backing of Liverpool and True. all that, that London, the London fight crowd. Um, but like the MMA kind of hardcore <laughs> fans who, you know, watch the MMA hour, like you guys said, I mean, they're, 
I mean, if you look at Patty's Instagram, the comments are filled with <laughs> it's so Hawaii 10 7, 10 7, 10 7. It's crazy. Like, people support Ariel. And I mean, he debunked everything. Like, that that video he has of Patty saying, like, hey, Ariel, like, I want to come, like, see you, bro. And then, Oof. like, it's just, it's honestly, it's all, I think it's all Patty's manager. I think he wants. He wants money. He probably got paid for Barstool, so thought that everyone should pay him. But I mean, like Ariel said, Connor, he's not paying Connor, he's not paying Nate, he's not paying Adesanya. Like what? And he doesn't his YouTube channel is on as like MMA fighting. Like he doesn't run that. He's it's not like he's right. doing MMA hour on Ariel Hawani's YouTube page and getting all those funds. He does it for like a channel, MMA MMA fighting. So um yeah, I was just really like, it looked like he was trying to kiss up to Dana White, and it was just a really bad look. But yeah. next fight, Bobby Green, who says no. Wow, <laughs> they wouldn't do that. There's no fucking way they would. They unless they just try to sell out on short Bobby notice. Green. Short notice. I still only I th- way. But I still feel like Patty would be a guy to turn down a short notice fight nowadays. You know what I mean? He would say. He would make up some shit to where it would roll off his back and not look bad. But I feel like he's he's smart enough to not. What's up? Do you think they'd give him Drew Dober or no? They don't want to mess with that. Holy fuck no. There's, dude. I mean, but where are you going to go? That's what I mean. Morgano. You can't. Oh, you could do that. But that's that's a big step. That's a bigger step than Dober. Yeah. But Dober. I feel like Dober's fought some good guys, man. He has. Dober's really, you know, he's been around, man. He's seen some. some he's going to be hard to put Same away. Same with Moicano, though. Huh? Same with Moicano. They're like. Then maybe Dober versus Moicano. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, who do you give Hooker and Perth? You know what, Boog? Why are you asking these questions? No, no, no. Think about <laughs> I, it. I don't know. Stay with it. Because it was supposed to be Bobby Fiziv. if he got the Fiziv. dub. Yeah. Ooh, Fiziv. Azeev. He wants Gaethje. <laughs> this is tough. <laughs> you can't, you, you can't, uh, Fiziev and Gaethje know. can't fight. They both love warlords too much. There's, I'm trying to think. Uh, there's No Charles. No Chandler. No. I mean, this just comes Frivola? down to... Or are we talking about Patty? Favola Patty would be all right. Yeah, but no I, interest for Patty versus Gordon too. Don't we're not. Please don't do that again. No, that was not a good enough fight to. No. Um, I don't know who you make. I that, that's the thing with Patty. He's not good enough to, to really, have a a top matchup. He's dug himself yeah. a hole to where, he's gonna have to have like a Sugar Sean like fight to where he fights up and really does something. To where it's like he doesn't lose stock either way, you know what I mean? Fight a big enough name guy to where it's like, hey, I I took the fight. That's that's saying something in itself, but yeah, I don't he's know. Not that old. Yeah, I like the Dober he's, idea he's though. Old. Uh, he's not that young. Who? Patty. Oh yeah, no no no. But the the UFC's bringing him up like he's young. That's the thing. Yeah. Like they're taking him slow, like they would a boxer, uh, a young. Mm-hmm. Bo- I don't know. No, yeah, I agree. Um, Dober, he's in. Uh, he made my my award show list for uh, our next podcast. 
Ronda Deer. So sick. Don't want to spoil <laughs> it. We won't go into it. Um, but yeah, no. We that should all fight, watch our rounds of the year before going on. That's why I was. Like that. That's why I was watching Fight Pass today. That's why another thing would be sick in person. So maybe we can have the TV set up and have it hooked in, so we can watch it and freaking commentate it a lot. You know what I mean? Wow, dude. Kev, so what's down. your round of the year off the top? Just like I said, it's got to be the Schnell and Ajma Darji. Yeah, I don't that last name, but. Suma Darji, I think. Suma but, uh, Darji, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I would say, I think Chanel finished him in the second. Yeah, I think right? you're correct, yeah. So it, it could have been the first round. That was insane. Or um, it could have been the second because Suma Darji had him, and then Chanel got out, and then Chanel ended up winning. So whatever round that was, one or two where Chanel ended up finishing, that's crazy. my round of the year. That's my just first thought because I saw that live. Because that um, I was like, holy shit! Like this was insane. Like this is, yeah. Matt Snell was just going nuts. And that's one of the ones that held up too. Like a lot of people said that round because I feel like there's always recency bias in like the award shit and stuff. It's like you forget stuff that happened even like three months ago. So I had to do I had to do a little research first, watching watching clips all day. You know, working hard. Um, but yeah, okay, it's working, but, working smart. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Hundred percent. We gave ours book. Give give a little context on yours. Just it's, just give a yeah. real quick. I mean, it's 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 simple. I mean, you want, want a round to go watch? Justin Gaethje, Charles Oliveira. I mean, that's wow. bada bing, bada boom, right off the bat. Um, round of the year. Some people say that's fight of the year. I know it didn't go really well. Yeah, I just enough, went one but round, but exactly. that's kind of because I mean, that's, there's yeah. I mean, Yuri Prohaska, Glover Teixeira was a fight of the year. Book. Type thing. Save it. Save it. I know, I know. It's hard not to five, right That's in. a five round just freaking <laughs> exactly. barn burner. Me and Kev Cow just in a freaking 99 degree apartment with a fucking smelly pug. Just, <laughs> I, think, I think you had COVID back then, Jim. Oh, I think you're right. Yeah, because. Yeah, I remember. It was supposed that. to be us three, but. Damn. That's weak. I got a double. Is there any run on Cyril Gone and Tai Tuivasa having a round of the year? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, it wasn't one of theirs. I was thinking that one, too. Because I remember watching that where, like, Cyril almost got popped and then, like, bounced back. Like, they were having a real slugfest. Yeah. Um, I would look at one of those, too, for a round of the year, especially with heavyweights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh I got I got heavyweights in my bold predictions too. Ooh, my, my twenty twenty three predictions. Big time heavyweights. Um but love it. Okay, so let's go light light heavyweights. That's been a fucking disaster. We kind of talked about him a little bit. Yuri Prochaska. Uh, every time I like watch a video, they pronounce his name different. Now it's like Jiri something. I don't even know how to say the last name, but Obviously, fucks up the shoulder, like we said. Um, did you see the latest MMA hour where he said Dillashaw kind of had an impact on whether or not he came back or not? Because he saw what he did with the shoulder, and he's like, fuck, not not something I want to do. Don't want to lose my op. But uh, do you think he gets a title shot or even wants a title shot his first shot back, Kev? Or do you think they give him someone a little... Not not a tune-up, obviously. He's got to fight uh, somewhat of a contender. Or do you think he goes right to the belt? 
I think he's going to go straight to the belt um, just because he had it already. Um, and I think he would want to go to the belt. I mean, he's like right around our age. I think he's late 20s, mm-hmm. you know, so he's, you know, obviously shown just with his personality and who he is that the fire is obviously there. Um, so he's going to probably want to jump right back into a championship. So, yeah, I mean, late summer, maybe into the fall. I don't know. Like, I don't know how long it'll take. If he has to take the full 23 off, then have a good amount of time to really see maybe what else could be shaken in the division. But I would say for sure he's coming back for a championship. Love that book. What what do you think? Right back Uh, or – did you did you think his interview? I felt like he was getting emotional the whole time. I don't know if it was like his English or. <laughs> I can never tell. It's like uh, it, it is weird though. Like I know exactly yeah. what you mean. <laughs> uh, I, I was like, "What the hell?" But uh, yeah, I think I agree with Cam. I think straight back to a title shot. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely. I mean. He definitely seemed like he the UFC kind of pushed for him more to give it up more than like the Samurai Code type thing because he yeah. was like saying how he was sad that he had to give it up, but um, I think he knew that had to go on. But yeah, um, yeah, no, that's tough. So him doing that. Well, first off, I want to say, Bug, I vouch for you. I told people that you you would fight with a with a bum shoulder. So I, I was like, I know, uh, I know dude, Bugs honestly, got it in him. Honestly, uh, that's more Tameek. <laughs> I, uh, I kind of bowed, bowed out and got the surgery right away. But, uh, <laughs> oh, no. It was his senior year, and I had the, a gray shirt year. So that's different fair. Different circumstances, but yeah. Tameek does does have the, the fighting spirit, as uh, whatchamacallit, John Anik would say. Um, <laughs> so he relinquishes belt. Um, I think, yeah, I think as well, he, sh- he should get the title shot if he wants it. Who knows if, like I said, him and his weird codes he has, he may say, I need to earn it back. But uh, if he wants it, I say get it to him. But anyways, the UFC moves on with the Jan Blokowicz versus Magomed Ankalaev. Um, and that was for the belt. That wasn't interim, right? That was going to be no. for the belt. Um, and did you hear Yuri was tra- Magomed was there when Yuri got hurt? I mean, that could be kind of an inside job. Shut up! I did not know. Yeah, that. that's that's what he said. Oh, yeah, I just Magomed saw the clip, so I didn't him. I didn't uh, watch the whole thing. Um, yeah. Oh, do you think he did it? <laughs> did he say if he? did I don't it? know. He said no. Nah, he didn't say who, and he said it was it was his fault. Yuri said it was his fault, not uh, anyone like not his training partner's fault. But yeah, you never know. But he said that I was like. Oh. But go on. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're good. Um, that's that's crazy. I I mean, something's a little fishy there. I don't know what it is, but uh, I wonder if. Nah, I won't speculate. I won't speculate. Um, <laughs> so they so they set up that title fight. Um, for the last pay per view, um, ends up in a draw. Now, Sal D'Amato might be the shittiest judge. Him and Doug Crosby, I, I, it's crazy. Um, I forget what the saying is, but it's something along the lines like, if you're a judge or ref or umpire, people should not know your name. If, if people know your name, that's how you know there's an issue. And we've been seeing nothing but these two dipshits fucking ruining cards. I mean, 
I shouldn't say ruining cards. Doug Crosby ruining cards. Sal D'Amato has just the occasional what the hell. But uh, crazy stuff uh, with the refing. The I think it was the Nevada State Athletic Commission just passed a new law. You can't work two states, I guess, um, in the same weekend. So Doug Crosby, before he fucked up his last card, had a shitty card for the Bellator. Um, he had it. 50-45 for the loser of the fight. Comes to the UFC, has another terrible weekend. So they changed that, thankfully. But he's a shitty ref, Sal D'Amato as well. He has the, the last round of 10-8, um, which puts this into a draw. And so now, again, no champ. Still no champ. Boog, what do you think of the UFC calling Bobby uh, or Jamal Hill before they left the fucking octagon? I I love it, but I just think it's it's wild. I just like just like I when Kev type sent that in the text, I was like, what? Like I was like, no way, but um so I mean shit, I mean sign me up. That was a kind of a boring fight. Not like as boring as Dana said, but pretty boring fight between Magomed and Jan. But yeah. uh I was just going to say, I feel like styles make fights. I mean, obviously, that's the saying, but, like, those guys, it's just both of them have the switch. It's like you yeah. can't really can't really fuck around either way. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel bad for, for both of them. It's, I feel worse for Jan the way fucking Uncle I have acted like a fucking dickhead after after the fight. Yeah. Um, Russian Abe Lincoln. <laughs> him and Zabit both have that very Abe Lincoln. Do you watch Rick and Morty? No. He looks Aberdolf Linkler. They have this character. It's uh, it's Abe Lincoln and Adolf Hitler, but he's jacked. Now it's exactly fucking Ankalaya. That is um, hilarious. But Kev, what what do you think? What where do you think? The UFC, oh, like, what do you think happens with the light heavyweights from here? I mean, Anthony Smith gets fucked out of a fight. Um, they make this fight before the guys leave the cage. Um, how how do you see the light heavyweight division going in the near future? What well, looks like Smith is the alternate for the fight in Brazil. So, someone goes down, Smith isn't completely left out of the pie mm-hmm. in some regard. Um, <clears throat> Anthony Smith, I still think is going to get a good fight or a good something out of this because the UFC is pretty good to guys. And especially a guy like Anthony Smith, who's probably got a pretty good relationship with the UFC <laughs> <would> grass, <laughs> I would imagine. Um, so then he knows he's going to get a solid on top of this solid right now that the fact that they're, going to fly him out to Brazil and he could fight for the belt. You never know. Um, so, but yeah, in terms of what happens from there, it's still like you got rocket still hung up. You have Yuri on the bench. Like I eventually think that's the, that's the fight that needs to go down. Like rocket pro is like that matchup. In my opinion is like, just fireworks in terms of just all just two just real dynamic athletes True. that are going to go in there and fight. But yeah, I mean, you got to wait and see what happens after Brazil. I mean, Jamal Hill wins the championship. 
you might just call on Anthony Smith. Sweet dreams. You know, and just say, hey, man, you know, this is what's supposed to happen. Lucky you, dog. We're tight. Let's go. You and me for the belt. We'll do it in, I don't know, if you'll fight in January. Shit, man. Late April? May? Right. I don't, Especially, you know, I mean, depending what happens, too. But, um, yeah. Dang. I, that, I mean, that is best case for Anthony Smith is mm-hmm. him winning. That was uh, win. cool as fuck of him, too, to call Smith and be like, yo, <laughs> this fight's off. I got to take it. Um, but I feel like obvious, Smith's obviously got to be like, got to understand. You get the title shot. There's no way you turn that down for for a regular fight. Um, yeah, the light heavyweight's been in shambles since Bone's been gone. I mean, that's no coincidence right there. Everything falls apart when John Jones leaves. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, uh, MMA has been in quite a chaotic state. I feel like towards the, the last month and now, now not having it for almost a full month is going to be, uh, I feel like a good thing for the sport. I always feel like there's nothing to do on Saturdays when it's not on, but the first one back is always fucking electric. Um, is no, it, shout out Bellator Rising though, the clash. Crazy December thirty first, so we're not going to be completely dry. Like Bellator, right. they got some legit guys going over there. Oh yeah, that uh, Bellator at least it's going to be sick. Yeah, no, that matchup is legit, and that's kind of what Coker and uh, uh, what's his name is it Chatri over there? Uh, is it no? It's not one. It's Rising. Uh, I forget yeah. who it is. But, I know. Uh, they both said Jap- Japanese. Yeah, I, for, yeah. I forget who it is. That guy you just mentioned, Jimmy, like you said, he's won championship, huh? Yeah. 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 Won. Um, so, right. <laughs> oh, my God. You're the worst. <laughs> but they both decided, both promotions decided they want to send their best guys over or, like, their top guys from the division. Yeah. It's not like so uh, shitty guys that they just are letting go. So, this actually means something for, I feel like, both companies. I mean, both of them probably second third tier to the UFC obviously but uh that's crazy would you would you put that on the line Kev you're you're in charge of one of those promotions are you are you running this deal I mean I know you got to have faith in your fighters but I feel like it's a heavy risk I think with both of these promotions I think it makes sense like both ways to mm-hmm. be honest with you like I don't think there's a huge like obviously the UFC is probably never going to do this as much as just for the risk or the what if right. that could go wrong. There's no need to ever put that at risk ever. For so sure. there, there's no need to do it. But Bellator Ryzen, I mean, who's to say the top dudes at Ryzen couldn't at least give the top dudes from Bellator a good fight, you know, in terms of, you know, just because they get more promotion doesn't mean they're necessarily better. Right. But I think at least as fight fans, like, I would tune in because you're, you're going to get five pretty good fights, at least with the top, you know, five guy or top five fights on the bill for it. Uh, so I would do it. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I feel like you're exactly correct. These, these promotions, it makes a ton of sense, but UFC, it's like that what if factor is so huge, um, and it's like I, I bet they wouldn't lose that much stock, but it's just the fact that it's the top company losing is just such a bad look for them. Um, Boog, what what do you think? 
you're you're Dana White in the upcoming UFC days. You ever running this promotion? Like let's say it's like ten, promotion ten years promotion. ago. Yeah, ten years ago, Chuck Liddell's your champ. Well, uh, that's more than uh, ten years ago, probably yeah, at this point. Because like they kind of like did it when they had like um, Dan Henderson come fight Anderson Silva from Pride. Because like I think mm-hmm. it's all about how big the other company is and how like even you are. Like if there was a company that was like as big as the UFC numbers wise and it's kind of like the Floyd Connor thing. How like, you just like do a co-promotion because you're both big companies like Showtime and UFC. But uh, yeah, I think it's all about if you're on even levels. Yeah, just kind of see who's the best out of those. But yeah, when you have when you have a product that's already above, it's kind of hard to go down because yeah, yeah, you guys said it's big risk. It's like Alabama playing, you know, UConn in football. It's like playing Appalachian State for your tune-up game. Exactly. Shout out Paul Crew. Dubsy playing Harker, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, easy. <laughs> but dude, that's the thing though, with like, because it's so because you have to be in the same weight class for these things to happen, mm-hmm. and so kind of like to piggyback off what you're saying, Boog, like basically like the clear cut number two or the truest number one contender is from an outside promotion. That's what makes you can do. Like he, he would beat everyone else that would probably come up the ladder. Right. within like that biggest promotion which is why it's great when you have like the two best guys from a weight class are in different promotions i mean that works every time mm-hmm. yeah and that's we why saw it with like chandler sorry i was uh, i was literally about to say the same thing go on yeah i was literally about to say no, chandler. yeah i was the ufc i feel like gained a ton i mean they all obviously already had it but a ton of promotion from chandler coming in he puts on exciting fights, not winning him though. So it's like he's the best there, but still not, not enough to to compete with that UFC level. Um, but yeah, no, I just thought that was uh, interesting. Um, have you guys watched any combat jujitsu at all? They call it jits with hits. It's sick. So it's like uh, it's like the with the slaps. Yeah, it's as long as your opponents are grounded, you can open hands like palm strike, um, slap. But it's like the the crossover between MMA and jujitsu, and it's they had a team duel going on uh, last week, just one on one. If you win, you stay on. If you tie, you're both off, and if you lose, obviously you're off. But five man teams, hella good. But uh, Faber had a uh, a matchup. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, he just had like a solo like specialty fight on the that and uh he got he ended up losing but he he fucking slapped the shit out of this guy the guy like <laughs> turned and looked at his coach for one second and he turned back faber just smacked him across the face bloodied up the nose immediately was sick. oh fuck california right. kids still that doing was hilarious. it um but yeah um, so that's our, that's our MMA. Um, I want to talk a little bit more sports before we, uh, head out of here. Boog Meek, not, not your year. Yeah. Um, very, uh, very tough. Lakers 13 and 17. What's, what's the deal? What's Genie bus doing over there? Um, well, speaking of Lakers before I say that, well, Genie bus has 
ruined the twilight career of Kobe and LeBron, and it's pissing me off. But <laughs> Lakers play in Sacramento tomorrow, and I might be heading in there around time. Wow. So, go. But, but no, the thing is, is like I'd go alone. I have no problem going alone, but I'm going to have my car full of shit, you know, Sacramento capital of california but you know you never know <laughs> you and, never uh, know so uh, and i my aunt lives out there and i was gonna like drive there and then uber but it's like 38 minutes away from the arena so it's like fuck, fuck. um that but would... they play there january 7th sorry no you're good as january well. 7th are yeah, you in sad. town are you leaving from would you be home for that yeah so i mean i could january 7th and i Jerry, what day of the week is that? Yeah, I was I'm not sure, but Jerry said he's got tickets like 180 each, but I don't know how, like where his seats are at. 180 yeah, each. No. Jerry, beam me up, Jerry, but no, thank you. <laughs> um, that's expensive. But yeah, shitty. The Lakers game. suck, but I have to see LeBron in person. Have you have you not seen him yet? Mm-mm. Yeah. You definitely have to at least. One Honestly, time. the only basketball game I've ever seen was back when Vince was on the Raptors way back in the day. What? It's the only like professional you've never gone to like a game Dubs ever. game or I mean that was the du- that, the Dubs yeah. game. That's crazy, Kev. Are would, you what the you, hell? Have they you gone to basketball games, sick. Kev? Yeah. No, I grew up. Well, someone that my mom worked with mm-hmm. had season tickets. Oh, nice. But, I mean, like, 15th row. I mean, like, super, super really good, like, good seats. So, we would get to go to, like, a couple games a year. Never was really – but we got to see, like, some random teams with, like, you know, like the Pistons or, like, back in the day when the Nuggets weren't that good. You know, like the Timberwolves. You know, I was just (laughs) like – oh, I remember watching the Spurs. I remember watching the Spurs take the Warriors' ass one time. I was like, damn, dude. I was like – the Spurs are good. I was like, damn. Awesome. I was like, damn, man. But yeah, I go to Dubs games. Um, I don't think I've been in any other NBA arenas before, so it's just been Warrior games. Oh, holy shit! Sorry to pause. Look at that <laughs> fucking, <laughs> fucking Santa hat killing my fucking. Dome, oh my bro. god, that is a horrid. <laughs> you fix that. Yes, walk away. Look at this guy. Turn away. He's got to take a full tea. He went. Holy, oh, he went always got, going <laughs> Completes oh the fit. Um, it yeah. came out like a cockatoo. Oh, there it was. That's what I was thinking. my head, cockatoo. What is up with those Santa hats? They get. Is it like staticky or what? But it's like almost that matte down know, feeling. Where yeah. This cause... is a shitty one from CVS. My my Bronco Santa hat I've had since like fourth grade is. Waiting for me at the Casa, so I'll be wearing that Saturday at Prune Ridge. Jim Rye. Wow, shout out. I'll be there. That thing needs to get professionally clean, though. That fucking, I think yeah. that's still got blacktop on it from Schallenberger. I spilled nacho cheese from Schallenberger on the hat, and it <laughs> stayed there for like six years. Ew. <laughs> that is so gross. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh my god, dog. Shout out, shout out Super Nacho Friday to me. <laughs> oh my god. What's Super Nacho Friday? Is that Mr. Colda? No, that was uh well shout out him, but uh no, I was the 
every like Friday would be super nachos, and that's kind of what that's what my brothers would always buy because we'd only get one one time to buy lunch at school a week. But then I started seeing the menu, and they had pizza, fiesta burritos, and I was like, "Hold on, let's <laughs> let's chill on the only Friday. We <laughs> get a Tuesday cheesy pizza, you know." That's so them that Todd probably bought that one time in second grade, and they just ever since are like, "Yep, that's what we get for lunch. We're not changing it up." Yeah, well, so Tay me had a galaxy pizza one time, and it didn't make it past the lunch recess. He <laughs> Came home with a sweatshirt in the bag. (laughs) (laughs) That is so good. (laughs) What a fucking fool. Uh, That's a Meeker story we'll never forget. Sweatshirt in the bag. Just toss it. Just toss it. (laughs) You're not getting that out. Um, Kev, a little off subject, not really, but going back to what we were for, or back to where we were at who's your favorite player like who's your boogs lebron i know you don't don't really have the nba big no just in general could be any sport like who who's your your dude damn that's tough for me man dude i got got like a dude on every team man (laughs) um (laughs) shoot you know i feel like now more so than a position guy I would like. I want to seek out maybe when a good guy is coming to town on the mound. Ooh! So like last year when the Mets, Mets came to Oakland, and Degrom pitched, and the A's lit him up. He allowed like seven runs over Damn. like three innings. It was like one of his worst starts it was against the A's. So like thinking wow. you might see Degrom go like eight and punch out fourteen, he gets shelled, which kind of would have been cool. Just as because A's would have been Mets bring a lot of fans. Oh yeah, but. I would more so say I seek out pitchers, but damn, let's see. To give you one pitcher I'd want to watch for sure, that's plausible. I would say Max Freed, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Dylan Cease, Chicago White Sox. Wow. If the White Sox are in Oakland, I would look for see if Cease is pitching him in Atlanta. Usually would come more to San Francisco, then I would pay the extra money if Freed's on the mound just to watch him. That's and that's the thing about the A's. It's so fucking cheap to go see when you dude. want. Like it, it doesn't yes. matter who they're playing. Like they bring their whole fan section, but it's still you're paying twenty five bucks tops. You know what I mean? And yep. then beers are cheap, hot dogs are cheap. Yeah, sneaky it's, good food too at Oakland. Oh yeah. It's you get a couple warm churros at Oakland, man. Game. Oh, those are game changers. I'll take I'll take real ballpark food over the fucking shit at the Giant Stadium any day. That high class fucking thirty dollar hot dog is just not, yeah twenty seven for a slice of cheese pizza. Come on, I mean it's Fortnite fucking stamping these or what? Come on, what are we doing? Holy moly! Uh, so good. Um, speaking of A's pitchers though, I saw Tim Wakefield throw there one time. Me, John, Mike, Whoa, and Sean wow. McKenney. You remember Sean McKenney? Oh, Boog, you might definitely remember MC Kenny. He was oh, yeah. the lone twelve-year-old with me on our our horrible team. Um, but we saw him throw a no hitter into like eight and eight and a third or something like that. But it was so sick. We were sitting down the first baseline and like we go get stuff and go behind home plate and watch a few pitches. Just do 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 do. Wow, man, so you're out nasty. there watching the duck. 
That was like <laughs> a thing I'll never forget is watching the fucking knuckleball legend. And then uh, we're leaving that game, and his dad is an electrician, so he's a paid-by-the-hour type of guy. Proceeds to rip heaters in the parking lot until <laughs> until all traffic's cleared out. So we sat in the, the parking lot for an hour and a half after the game in a 90-degree <laughs> car, just sweating our balls off. And he's just, I respect it. That's just a man. That's, that's a man. I've, I would put my kids through that, too. Um Love that. Those are I, I like that though. Going to see a pitcher as opposed to a position player, I feel like you get way yeah. more out of that than I mean. Obviously, you should at least. Yeah, at least. I mean, I feel like sometimes for a certain position guy, it's like just too tough because there's so many just like superstars, bro, in MLB. Like that. Right. I mean, sometimes it's some teams like low key. Like I'd want to see the Padres now. Like they're yeah. star studded. Like I would pay extra money to go watch a Padre game. And it just comes with probably a really good pitcher that could be pitching for the Padres too. Um, but yeah, what's the uh, what's what's the best game you guys have like been, like like the best sporting game you've been to? Golly. Fuck, I don't remember. How, I remember you it, but a pen I rip for that one, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it, but I don't. It's not like a fond memory of mine, but I know I went. I remember being there, but uh, I think it was when the Giants clinched going to the playoffs in, what was it, 2000? Was it 2002? Or I think they went there, yeah. The, the year they went to the World Series. Yeah, the year they went to the World Series. We were at the game. They clinched the playoffs. I remember the place going fucking wild. Wow. And we got these. Dude, the Giants have the sickest. They had the cream-colored shirts outside, like the pennant shirts. I remember us wow. all getting one of those on the way out. There's like that thing sitting in a in a storage somewhere, waiting for one of my kids to wear it one day. That thing is <laughs> sick. That is sick. But uh, I don't really remember it that well, unfortunately. Um, but I know I would. But that's got to be the sickest game I ever went to. Yeah. Only thing that meant something. What about you? I uh well, first I'll say I was invited to the Matt Cain perfect game and I turned it down. But, uh, but I would say uh, my first regular season Broncos game, Monday night football in San Diego, they went down 24-0 at half Peyton's first year week five. Wow. And he comes out slinging it. They come back and win 35 to fucking 24. And I was like, that's sick. It was that unreal. How uh, yeah. How old were you then? You would have been what eighth. Travis, or? yeah, I was in eighth grade because Travis was a senior and he had to come with me because I couldn't fly alone. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> but he was he was already going to to USD, so right. He had no problem coming. Yeah, that's a sick game though. I mean, just in general, a Monday night football. Yeah, but to have was, your team come back like, and get the dub, bro. Like sitting there at halftime, it was funny. Dad, I don't know why they had Phil Mickelson shoot a shoot a golf shot from end zone to end zone, and he totally like he didn't shank it, but he overshot. <laughs> like, it didn't come close to the target, like off camera, and uh, <laughs> clubbed up. I remember, like I remember it. turning my hat inside out and texting my dad, like this is the most embarrassed I've ever been, and then freaking. <laughs> 
Peyton comes out like two plays, throws a touchdown to Demarius, and I'm like, okay, we're good. We're, in we're cooking. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Kev. What about you? I'm trying to think. To be honest, I would say probably a game that I went to this year when the Mets played at San Francisco, mm. and I was just invited to come along to the game, but. It would had a ton of home runs, but it was a major comeback. Like the Mets, I think, jumped out to like a nine to one lead. Jesus. And then I remember someone was like someone left in like the fifth because it was nine to one. Then it was like eleven to nine. Like oh, the shit. Giants. Like Jesus. I remember Jock Peterson might have had three homers. I think he had oh, one or two. Because I remember him, I think he hit a cove shot. And I was like thinking to myself, like, okay, if Jock gets a home run, maybe. And then boom, I was, I was like, oh my God, like this game was destined for something. But like the Giants gave the lead back up after there's like 12 to 11 Mets. Then the Mets fans went nuts that were at the game. <laughs> then the Giants walked it off. Giants oh, walked it off walk in off? nine. Yeah, the Mets bullpen just, if they found a strike, it was found a barrel. Other than that, they were walking dudes <laughs> and it was just hit, walk, homer. And it was just like times three. I'm like, this has been crazy. But yeah, at the Giants walk off, but it was nuts. It was maybe like seven homers in the game total. But yeah, huge comebacks up, down, like the late inning, seventh, eighth, and ninth were effing nuts. It was a fun game. That's fucking, that's sick. Uh, yeah. I, I've never been to a game with like a ton of homers. That's never. Especially in San Fran, you wouldn't have thought I saw it, but. Yeah. yeah, the Giants were popping dogs. I was like, Jesus, all right, this isn't the Who's this? Giants of old. Exactly. I know. I was like, all right, caught them on a good day because it was cold. I'm like, okay, pumping them out tonight. I um, would, I went to a game with Kev, Ryan, Tay back in the day, and Pablo Sandoval hit a bomb in midair. Everyone jumps up, and Kev goes, can't accord, can't accord, <laughs> and it sails over the wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, that's so good. Can't accord, can't accord. Then for the guy in the eighth row, calm down. Oh, you know what? I might have to change change the answer. We were at with Chad Wickersham, Boog. You, Kev, do you know Chad Wickersham? He played on our teams. I think Tay oh, Meek wow. was there as well, but uh, we were in the box for Lincecum's first start ever. Ryan Howard hit a home run. Might be in orbit. I mean, that thing <laughs> was <laughs> launched. Sickest thing ever, though. So, yeah, seeing Tim Lincecum, I remember, remember him at San Jose and shit, so it's like kind of sick to see like the come up. And like first guy, I feel like uh, – I really got to follow. Uh, I remember on, <laughs> dude, funniest thing ever. I remember looking up Lincecum on YouTube, and this is like when he first was coming up. And uh, I don't know if it was a misspelling or if YouTube fucking gave me a bum suggestion, but it typed in licks his cum. <laughs> and, and like, obviously not a ton of shit can come up because it's YouTube, <laughs> but it was like some wild shit. And I was a young, a young lad, very, very distraught. PTSD. Oh Still remember like it was yesterday. Not good. <laughs> Um, God, good stuff. Well, boys, Jim, yes. what what game did you go? Sorry, no. what what game did you go to when it was you went on the field and you got the dirt and then you'd rub it on your sliders uh, and you guys like 
Dude, the only <laughs> game you lost was when you didn't <laughs> run it on your slider. No way. <laughs> you had um, MLB dirt. Yeah, I think it was – I forget what game it was, but it was one of those where they do like uh, like the fans can run the bases afterwards <laughs> and stuff. And so yeah. I bought a – I brought a – It was. oh, it might have been – it might have been that game only because <laughs> – I remember I had a moist towelette from the uh, from the suite. We went to a couple with Chad, but I had a moist towelette from the suite, like an actual towel, and it had dried out. And I put it in a Ziploc. So I was like, "Oh, this is sick! First time in a suite, like keeping this." Um, and it was literally just the towel. But I put it in a Ziploc. Then we go on the field. And uh, I scooped up a shit ton of dirt, and it was like that red clayish, like primo MLB dirt. primo <laughs> and so i think we were probably nine at the time maybe 10 it was probably 10 and 11 year old year 10 year old year i rub it on the my sliders before every game just just enough to show a little brown spot and then uh kept it for a full year i think we won like every game that year um so that's like before it was like only division or like uh what did you call it uh district then division or sections whatever comes next we won the two and then the final or the following year i uh just a fucking idiot maneuver i watered the dirt and left it in the plastic bag and it just got moldy and i had to toss it but like book said before that i the one game i didn't do it fucking caught the l and so i was like super paranoid and ever since then always been a little superstitious but uh (laughs) yeah how stupid am i i watered it and put it in a fucking put it back in a plastic bag and just was like it's gonna be fine i don't don't know why i would want to water the dirt but oh no i think i think it might have been that game we also went to see a pirates game where we were in the suite but uh one of the two i don't know chad wickersham legend shout out Wow. Good stuff. Um, all right, y'all. Any final thoughts? Any any locks? Any bets you want to throw in? I got money on the Niners Super Bowl. Chiefs, oh, wow. Chiefs-Niners matchup is uh, what I have a bet on now. Due to Josh Landers, anything you guys like? I got a futures bet. Welterweight champion 2023, Conor McGregor. Wow. You know what's funny? I have all the futures of the top prospects for each division. I'll tell you exactly. You said welterweight. Conor McGregor, plus 5,000 right now. What about the – do they have next year's Super Bowl odds or no? I don't think those have come out yet. No, they usually do them like the day after the Super Bowl ends. They'll come out with like a way too early line. We're coming back. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, Christ. I love eight. That's one thing about Bookmeek. Always optimistic. He might get down for a few minutes. Kid always <laughs> comes back swinging. Affiliate. Affiliate. <laughs> love it. Um, well, all right. We've done it again. Thank you guys for uh, doing this. Next one, we'll do the uh, MMA award show, our end of the year show. I feel like that'd be a... A good way to start the new year, cap off 2022, and uh, get us through another week without fights. So I appreciate you boys. Um, Until next time, peace. It's been a pleasure. We'll see you.